You're listening to a Skewed Orbit original podcast. Friends, welcome back to Highly Unlikely. I'm your host, Alex Getlin, and this is the show where I get my friends high and teach them about a subject that is so bizarre, it seems highly unlikely, but it is 100% true. Now, my guest today is Kate Quigley. She's a hilarious stand-up comedian, a great podcaster. You can check out her podcast, Date Fails, on the All Things Comedy Network, and she has famously hosted the AVN Awards, which, if you don't know, are basically the Oscars of porn. So today, on this episode, we're going to learn about mating in the animal kingdom. Oh, I didn't even know that. I'm so excited. Mating in the animal kingdom? Like, as animals or as people out there in the woods? (laughs) Animals, but, you know... (laughs) Maybe you've got some good stories you want to share. I do. All right. All right. Nice. So, dude, Kate, thanks for being here. Uh, of course. I'm so excited it's to a, leave my house at all. So it's a pleasure to have you. Yeah. <laughs> so you're kind of, you You were telling me outside, you don't, weed is a little bit newer for you. You're kind of new into the weed game. Well, I sort of, weed for me has been like one of those relationships that you start in high school, but you don't quite figure it out. Right. And you dump it for a while. Okay. But then you find it again as a grown up, and maybe you're like, oh shit, we should explore Yeah, we this. should rekindle. You're more mature now. Mm-hmm. Weed. Yes. And also from when you were in high, see, when you were in high school, back when I was in high school, weed was like you had to buy it from some shady dude in the corner in a baggie. Now there's like infinite products. <laughs> Weed is now wellness. Like, when we were in high school, weed didn't have a wellness angle. In all seriousness, like, okay, joking aside, I was going to say women don't pay for anything drug-wise or drug-related. Not that. I don't even know. See, that's what's funny. I don't even call weed a drug. It's not. It's like taking a Tylenol. or I mean, and that's the thing. For me, like, I I didn't smoke weed for years because I thought it made me lazy and lethargic. And then I discovered uh, through L.A., all the different kind of strands. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and then when I started smoking, actually like trying to do it properly, it really helped my life. Honestly, it's, I, I get less cramps, Dude. I get less headaches. I can Amen. Focus. I'm not just saying that because we're on a weed show. I mean, sure. Yeah. I haven't said it ever. I used to do Joey Diaz podcast all the time, and I wouldn't yeah. touch the weed because I was afraid it really? would make me sleepy on the just, podcast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but now yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah I, it just changed me, and also just CBD. I mean, it's just Well, a we lot smoked a sativa pre-roll outside. I took, like, three hits of it and was like, I'm so high, I have to stop. Seriously, <laughs> did I not? Yeah, I was you like, did. all right, I'm high, we're good, let's go. All right, so let's jump into <laughs> mating in the animal kingdom. So for, I can't wait. So what comes to mind when I say that? Um. Well, oh, God, I can't really do that. You can say anything. <laughs> the truth is, last night... I was doing a stand-up show where I was talking about how I wish men would give women as much attention as they give dogs. Okay. Or even half as much yeah. would be nice. And, sure. Uh, and I was saying maybe that's the secret for women. Just get a great dog and some peanut butter. So that's the first thing that honestly comes. But I'm not saying you should do that. That was a joke. Um, you heard it here f- first, guys. <laughs> Kay Quigley officially. No, I'm kidding. All right. Officially buying a dog and some peanut butter. Well, I got a couple animals here we're going to talk about that I thought were the most kind of weirdest, unique. Some, A few of the most unique ways they mate. 
Okay. You know, all right. So the first one we're going to talk about are called bowerbirds. You ever heard of a bowerbird? A bowerbird? Yeah. No. So these, no. so they're these little birds. They live in Australia. Okay. So the males, they build these things called bowers. Now what they do is they're trying to attract different mates. So they'll go and they'll get a whole collection of sticks and they'll make like a structure and they'll decorate it with like berries, leaves. Shut up. Hundred percent. They're trying to impress her with a big house. Exactly. Just yeah. like a real man. Right. Got it. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. Well, let me tell you more about Bowers. And I got a question for yeah. you. Okay. So, right. And sometimes the birds will even find like trash, like plastic straws and bottle caps, anything that's colorful. Sure. And they'll put it all around the Bower. And then the females during mating season, they kind of go on like a tour of the Bowers mm -hmm. and they'll like fly around and look at the different Bowers, basically like the houses and like, yeah. you know, say, hey, like, I like how this dude decorated. I'm into it, or they're like, I'm not into it. I'm gonna bounce. So there's actually you. You're imagining the bird kingdom that some female birds go by and see like the wrong color trash it's and all, move on. That's what happens. 100. It's. I'm not kidding. So like scientists it. have studied this. So first the females visit the bowers when the birds aren't there, and they kind of mark out which ones they like. Then they come back when the males are there, and they have sort what? of an exchange. And okay. then the, and then the male bowers do this like elaborate dance to try and impress oh, the females. I've seen that. You I've have seen, seen that, I've yeah. seen birds that dance to impress females. So there's a few of them. So, yeah. yeah, there's this species. So the blackbirds are winning. What do you, oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, have you ever been over to a dude's house and he like clearly had something that he was put there to try to impress you? Um, well, yeah. Usually if they invite you to their house at all, they're already trying to impress you. One time, <laughs> I met a guy at Starbucks yeah. who literally, like, his whole MO was he was like, so were you out running? And I was like, oh, I was doing yoga. He's like, I did yoga this morning on my rooftop, which faces the ocean. I have a hot tub <laughs> and an ocean. Like, yeah. so they don't even have to, like, take you there to try yeah. to impress you with their, their bower. Let me ask you this. Is there a thing that you could go into a dude's house, and if he had it, and like, thumbtacks on a poster on the wall? Like, is that like a deal breaker? Are there th certain things that if you were no. like, you wouldn't care? I mean, are there things, though, that would impress me? Or the would opposite. Be a deal breaker? A deal breaker would be um, no toilet paper. Yeah, that seems pretty standard. You know? Or like really dirty. Like, I don't mind. The thing is, I'm disorganized and cluttered, but I'm not dirty. Right. So if I see a guy's place that is dirty, that would bother me. Or if he's disorganized and cluttered, I think two of us would... This wouldn't work, mm. you know? But if he has, I'll tell you things that impress me. A piano. A, p a piano? Because <laughs> even if he can't the play it, he's like, he's tried to play it, which means he's not like just the total loser. Like, so no even if the piano is just there just to flex, you don't care? I mean, two options. One, he has the piano because at some point he wanted to learn, which is cool because right. at least he has ambition. He can use his hands sure. a little. Or the piano <laughs> plays itself. Okay. Which means he's rich. Right. So one of those things. You could also just put on like a Spotify playlist <laughs> and this not, you know, I mean, that seems like way no, easier. I don't know. Something about a piano turns me off. What if, okay, what if he had the piano and then he's like, oh, I don't play it. I just have it. And then you found out that he just moved into a place that the piano was already there. He just acquired it on accident. So he he's running a furnished home? Yeah, sure. 
Well, that's that. That's nice that he can afford that. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just, I guess, I guess then the piano would be meaningless. I guess. Sure. All right. It's just, I, I would not have, I would have guessed like you know, like a king size bed. I just like or... that you imagine renting a house that comes with a piano, like that happens. Well, the reason I mentioned that is because I have a friend who's who was selling pianos for a bit, uh -huh. and he said what happens a lot is somebody will have a piano in their house, they have to move. They don't. They can't take it. They're very heavy, so they just leave the piano. Right, and then somebody new moves in, and then they try to sell the piano back to the piano store because they're like, "I don't want this piano. It was in my house when I bought Why it." Why wouldn't you want a piano? <laughs> Apparently, like, you. Even if someone just shows up one night, like my boy, hey, my boyfriend happens to play piano. You're like, no way, and then he's like, amazing. What if you had a different instrument, like? Like, like an accordion. A guitar, an accordion. I'd say any instrument is a turn on. Any instrument. But I like music. Okay. Well, maybe not a flute. <laughs> okay. What about a tuba? A, a tuba? I, I think I'd be all right with it. I feel like a guy that plays a tuba, that's a strong man. Yeah. That's all right. heavy. That's like a 50 pound instrument. I dig it. Well, you ever held a tuba? I don't think so. It's heavy as shit and it has three buttons. <laughs> How do you even play a whole scale with three buttons? Like, you got to be really talented. I, I don't know. And strong. Yeah. All right, let me tell you a couple other things about bowerbirds, and then we'll move on to our next animal. All right. All right. So, by the way, so when the females come around to decide who they're going to mate with, based off the bower and the dance, they don't take the male with them when they get impregnated. They do all of the nesting of the eggs and raising of the eggs on their own. Wait, so they get pregnant. Correct. Then they go away. Yes. And then they, you're saying basically the nine-month part of the pregnancy where it's in utero yeah they do on their own correct without okay. the males by their own volition also it's not not most animals don't have, <laughs> have a nine month gestation period how long is it uh bowers i don't know um we need more information producer rachel can you look up i mean that's easy for a week i could right. go away and be pregnant for a week or two but <laughs> nine months that's nuts yeah it's his fault also something interesting is that the younger females they tend to focus on the bowers, like the design of the little structure. Uh -huh. The older females, they focus on the dance moves of the male. So the younger <laughs> ones are more focused on the creation. The older uh -huh. want to see like who the guy is. What is that, that? makes total sense to me. Right? No, they don't want to see who he is. They want to see how he moves his hip. <laughs> yeah, They're exactly. Not, that's what it is. The younger ones still have that fairy tale fantasy in their head, like, oh. I want to see how his house is because we're going to stay together. The older ones are like, I know this is going to come down to, you know, there you go. Banging. See? They're just like people. The 20 year old Bowers are like, What's your house like? And the 40 year old Bowers are like, Let's fuck. The last guy I dated kept saying, but I know the sex is great, but it's about feelings, not sex. And I was like, No, sorry. <laughs> not in my You're age. You're all about business, it's about dog. Sex. It's about yeah. more about yeah. Guys call women crazy. But the thing is, we have so many more like hormones just going all the time anyway. Then you get pregnant, you add an extra emotion. And then, like, yeah. we get, like, maybe once or twice a month we have, like, some issue where they're like, you're too sensitive, you're crazy. Meanwhile, guys will fuck a chick in a dumpster because <laughs> they're that horny. Of course, but, dude. But they think we're nuts because we actually have feel Like, I just, I'm, I'm over it. I'm becoming a lesbian this year. Lesbian bowerbirds. Are uh, there any lesbians in the bowerbird community? There probably are. Okay. I'm sure there could be. The male bowers are pretty competitive. They will go and destroy this bower structure of what another mate to try and, you know, be the I'm top. I'm so not surprised. <laughs> Overreactive men, shocking. Yeah. All right, so here's a fun fact, by the way. So birds in general, 97% of birds don't have a penis at all. <laughs> 
So instead, how do they get the girl pregnant? So instead, they have something called a cloaca. Uh huh. You heard of a cloaca? Uh, no. What does cloaca sound like to you? Cloaca. 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 What comes to mind at the cloaca? Word? Some kind of like clitoris earthquake. <laughs> Clitter, like you orgasm cloaca. so hard. Cloaca. I don't know that or uh, cloaca. I don't know a bad sounding cocktail. A bad sound. You'd like, yeah. Hey, give me a give me a cloaca. Dirty. What is it? So a cloaca is a single orifice that birds have that they pee out of, poop out of, excrete semen out of, they lay God. eggs out of. Yeah, just one. One hole? Yeah, one hole for everything. Yeah. Wow, and they still puke into the baby's mouth to pee them. They do. That does not come out of the cloaca. That comes out of their I mouth. Know. Yeah. Peak. Do we have that picture? Yeah, so producer Rachel's going to show you a picture of a cloaca. So for the people listening at home, I'm going to describe this. Yeah, the please. cloaca, it's on the bird's uh, stomach that's like facing you. So it looks kind of like a belly button in the exact shape of a triangle. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's a triangle belly button. Basically. That but you fuck shit out of. What else? <laughs> Lay yeah. eggs out Lay of. Eggs have babies out of. out of. Pee out of. Yeah. So the Great. way that birds impregnate each other, it's called a cloacal kiss. And they literally just smush their cloacas together. And then the male excretes his semen into the female. So how do you know what's a male and a female? I guess the birds know. How does like scientists know? No, like if you look, yeah, if you look at the birds, you they both have the same hole exactly. Yep. So how do you know which is male? Do you know? I guess the birds know from hormones and pheromones and whatnot, and or. Trial by error. We don't know. Well, some that's true too. That also, definitely answers the lesbian question. You know the <laughs> you know some of them are like a little fucked up one day, like they ate the wrong worm. They're you, like, I'm the fuck a chick bird. You're saying are we like you swear on you. You can say whatever the oh. fuck you want, Kate. Please. Yeah. Um Well, so some birds, the the males and females look completely different, right? So like peacocks, for example. The males are really colorful. The females have darker colors. You're good. Yeah, do your thing. Sorry, I'm pouring water for the yeah, people Yeah, it's at home. okay. There's yeah. no booze. We only get to get high. Yeah. <laughs> disaster. All right. Uh, um, but so scientists think that the cloaca evolved to enhance female choice. Now, some birds do have a penis, and we'll get to that in a second. But for most birds, because it's just... Thank you, by the way. I was wondering <laughs> yeah. my it, whole life. It was if birds had penises? <laughs> yeah, I sit around. I'm like, I wonder if that bird has a cock. <laughs> I don't see a cock. I see a belly button. <laughs> a belly button. Um, and so what it does, though, is it makes it so that the females have to be more, they have to kind of position their cloaca to have the cloacal kiss to get impregnated. So it, evolutionary, evolutionarily, mm -hmm. they think it made it so that the females had more control over which males impregnated them in the... Um, what do you mean they had to position it? Like, what do you like mean? Like, because the male doesn't have, like, a penis that he can insert. The female and the male have to kind of like line up. Their so basically, what you're saying is the female has to consent. Yes, more <laughs> mostly. What's like the, what's yeah. interesting too? So some birds, like female chickens, mm -hmm. they can squirt out the sperm they don't want. So if they get impregnated, shut up. Hundred percent, dude. I think you just created a new genre of porn: squirting out the sperm you don't want. <laughs> dude, that should be when you when you host the AVNs again. It should be like a category like. All right, best remove the cream pie. I never wanted in the first place. Reverse cream pie. Dude, what was it like hosting the AVNs? It was it was fun, to yeah. be honest. I didn't know what to expect. Had got... you had any relationship with the porn industry before no. that? I mean, I hosted a show on the Playboy channel for okay. one year. Nice. Um, called Undercover. But the premise of the show was I really am, it was my show. So, like, I moved from Ohio and I was married 10 years. So when I got divorced, I was really like, honestly, I was a virgin when I got married. I was really like sexually inexperienced. 
And so I was like, what about a girl that's just exploring, like, what's out there? Because I know nothing. Sure. And so that's what the show was. And uh, that's how I found out anything. I mean, I'd never even watched porn, really. Yeah. Before that. I was like so different. And then you're hosting the Academy Awards of Porn. Yeah, then I got asked to host it and I still knew nothing. But yeah. it, so it was really, really fun though. To be honest, I have nothing bad to say. Like the thing about porn stars that I love and people judge them. I say porn stars, I just mean like adult workers, yeah. whatever. Right. But people is, who work in the sex industry. Yeah, most of them are just regular, normal people that just sure. like they happen to be a little more free yeah. and they make a little extra money doing this, but it doesn't mean they're like whores or doing anything crazy or drug addicts or Yeah, I mean, and also I think about like so many people have probably just slept with somebody that they're just like, oh, whatever, dude. You know, I'm horny, they're here. You know what I mean? Like it's very easy to judge. Yeah, you did it for free. Right, exactly. Yeah, they're At least getting they're paid. getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing I like about porn people is they won't judge you. If there's one thing they won't do, they will never judge you. Nice. Never, no matter what. So I kind of fell in love with the people I did meet in the business. I made some good friends there. But, yeah. you know, I wish I had chosen porn because I'd be making a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs> what would your porn star name be? I don't know. I was, I was thinking about that the other day, and I, I just don't know. Um, let me think about it. That could be your special category, though. The, the you know, Kate Cloaca, right? And I then you just, name it. yeah, Cloaca. I think it should be like a Florence Cloaca. That's your that's your porn name, that's Florence porn Cloaca. Name. Florence Cloaca. That then, sounds awful. Like no one would even watch that girl. <laughs> and then Florence your special. Clo they think she's like ninety automatically. <laughs> and then your category is specifically your squirting up the sperm you didn't want in the first place. <laughs> yeah, it's just guys cream pieing and me just squirting it back out. This is that's for sure it. our dirtiest episode. Yeah, I'm, I, and shocking. <laughs> I'm here. This is what happens. Like even when I try not to, but it's because I built this whole brand of like. That's what's funny is I'm trying to transition my podcast. I built a sure. whole brand of like, you know, I did the Playboy Channel. I did the AVN Awards. I do Joey Diaz. And people just know me as that. And so, but it's really in real life. Like, I don't really talk about this very often. It's just people, we do mating and this is what happens. Yeah. So Well, one other thing I'll tell you about the cloaca. And then we're going to move on <laughs> to some other animals. Because it's just interesting. Right? I like how guys always circle back. Like, guys yeah. always are on point. Like, yeah. So one other thing I like to tell you about my dick is... <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so here's the deal. So what happens sometimes with birds that are pets mm -hmm. is that the cloaca can prolapse. You know what a prolapse is? Sure, yeah. I do. If if the if anyone doesn't know, it's where yeah. what's inside ends up being outside. Yeah, like it's a not... prolapsed anus. Yes, exactly. It's very unfortunate. Now, this can happen sometimes with birds, like parrots, for example, that people have as pets. What I've read is sometimes what will happen is people will touch their birds, not intentionally, but in inappropriate sure. ways. Okay. And it sends <laughs> sexual signals to the bird that cannot be completed. Like, where do you have to touch a bird to accidentally turn it off? Well, apparently, if you have, like, a parrot, you should only touch the top of its head. You shouldn't touch, like, its front. And you think parrot owners don't know that? Uh, apparently not, because it said that it can happen. What'll, what, what happens is it'll turn the parrot on. It'll lead to chronic masturbatory behavior because it doesn't have it's like it, there's no reference for the bird. For the parrot or the owner? Well, maybe for both. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the kind of owner. How does a bird masturbate? Uh, that I didn't find out the specifics of. Um, Rachel, but... we need information. 
Can you please look up bird masturbation? This is the greatest podcast I've ever done. Dude, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but then so what can happen is it can lead to a prolapsed cloaca. We have a photo, but I don't think you need to see that. It might be too I much. I know for... what that's going to look like. Yeah. It's like Audi, it's like any Audi belly button. My sister has one. Yeah, it kind Kelly, of Kelly, you have a prolapsed cloaca. Honestly, the photo, I, I won't show it cuz it's pretty disgusting, but the photo I found it looked kind of like wrinkly lipstick. If that makes sense. You know, the other day I was at my friend's house and he has a tortoise. I'm thinking of getting one. Yeah. And uh, I was playing with it. Yeah. And I was petting him and he's like, oh, watch out. That spot right above his tail, it kind of turns him on. And I was like, how do you find <laughs> that out? Like, oh, did you man. Google it or how do you know? Well, have like, you had a pet before? Yeah. As a child. not as, oh, Well, okay. unless you count snails and fish. Mm, I guess technically. God, I mean, imagine I had, turning on your fish. I don't know how to do that, but I know snails are hermaphrodites and they can fuck themselves. Okay. That's what I learned from owning snails. You can impregnate <laughs> yourself as a snail. There you go, like dude. thousands of eggs at once. Um, That is... Sorry to change wow. topics. Dude, no, that's to that's actually very on topic. I mean, I guess it, it really is. I yeah. had a pet snail that... Um, well, I had two. Okay. And one died, sadly. Yeah. R.I.P. They fucked a lot. You can tell one's on top of the other, and the one snail has, like, a dick. Yeah. Kind of. Right. This thing that comes out that sticks in the other snail, but then also that snail died. And, yeah. like, a month later, the other snail had babies. Whoa. Like, I came home one day, there's eggs all over the tank. I saved the snails. There you go, dude. Cyborg. Yeah. Yo, so, you just, you didn't get them from the pet store. You just picked them up. How old were you? Who sells snails? I don't know. How old was I? 30. <laughs> <laughs> not that long it wasn't ago. like you as a kid. Man, I moved from Ohio. We didn't have them. Like, when I saw them at first, I had an apartment in Venice, California. Okay. There's snails everywhere. I'm looking at them. I'm like, this is like Alice in Wonderland shit. I never saw snails. Right. So I, and then people, I would see smashed ones people yeah. stepped on. So I started saving them. So I saved them. Then I killed one by mistake, so I fed it the wrong food. How did you feed it? An eggshell, okay. which they like, but you got to break it up. I didn't know into powder, yeah, yeah, yeah. or they can get sawed in half. Wow. Wait, so the, so the, hold on, the <laughs> snail's eating the eggshell, and it cuts it. Yeah, know? I put a half an eggshell in the tank, because I thought they'd just suck on it to eat it. Okay. And he tried to climb in, and he got <laughs> basically decapitated. So I came wow. home, and he was dead. Lamar. Or, hey. R.I.P. Yeah. Lamar. You and know? then I put him out, and then the other snail had babies, and then I had to do research and find out that they don't stay pregnant for a month, but they can impregnate themselves. Dude, you're teaching me stuff. Wow. Yeah, when you said animal mating, I have a lot of information. Apparently. I don't know why. Well, I figured, Kate, this would be good for you, because I know you, you know, you've hosted the AVNs, and your brand is kind of I like, mean, you know, yeah. sex and comedy, so. Yeah, yeah. Not right. really animals, but... So I'll do one other bird, and then we're going to move on to some mammals. <laughs> okay, but great. ducks. Have you ever heard about duck penises? No. So duck penises are incredibly long. Can we pull up that photo? Really? Like as compared to the duck or just overall? Actually both. Wow. Uh, yeah, but just compared to the duck. So here we go. If you can look at this picture here. So that's a... <laughs> Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, if the duck's a foot, the penis is 16 inches. Yes, basically. Now. That only comes out when? i never seen that. I've seen a lot of ducks. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay, so the thing is, most birds, like I mentioned, don't have penises. But the birds that tend to breed around water, 
they do. It's like ducks. And scientists think that that came from making sure that they were able to get impregnated and it didn't get lost in the water, things like that. And what's interesting, though, is as the duck penis has evolved and grown, uh -huh. the duck vagina has done the same thing. So lengthwise, and so actually, duck vaginas, <laughs> the females, it comes with de de various dead ends and spirals that curve in the opposite direction to try and trick the ducks. So duck breeding is incredibly violent. Now, Wait a second. So the girl duck makes a maze inside her vagina yes. to make it harder for the male duck to get her knocked up. Yes. Basically. So scientists say it's kind of like a lock and key type feature where the right duck penis. Will I get fit it. In. Yeah. Could you imagine if like the yes, right I dude... can. I wish. <laughs> I fucking wish. I think every female should have a vagina that's only shaped for the proper dick of a man that actually is going to give her what he says. Could you I think that's a great idea. Could you In fact, I'm going to go to a surgeon tonight. <laughs> Could you imagine if you got? Listen, um, my pussy is shaped in this specific way that if you aren't willing to get your dick operated on to fit my pussy, then uh, unfortunately this isn't gonna last. That's how I knew. It was the only dick for my hole, specifically. Yeah. That's a great idea, and the guy can't come unless he gets all the way in. There you go, dude. Well, the birds, they can, but there's the dead end pockets, so it won't impregnate the female. But so you've, so since you've, you know, been familiarized with the porn industry, uh -huh. so you know what gangbangs are, obviously. So yeah. duck breeding kind of resembles that. It's pretty aggressive, where a lot of the males will kind of compete during mating season to just fight their way All in. at so once? Sometimes, yes. So you're saying these ducks get pregnant by gangbang? So they, they're raped, it, basically. It, well, that's why the evolution of the duck vagina has grown in a way to try and, like, have different Man, caverns. That... ducks got it together. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, dude. Ducks are like, we got to evolve and adapt physically. Mentally isn't enough. You can pay for therapy, but until you adapt physically... Just create a way they can knock it in. There you go. Hmm. Interesting. All right, so you got two animals left. One animal we're going to talk about now, it's called Antichinus. Now, it's this little mouse-looking thing that lives in Australia. Mm -hmm. Now, these animals typically only live 11 and a half months. They have a very short lifespan. And their life typically ends at the start of their mating season. Antichinus. This is Anti a mammal. It's a mammal, yeah. Producer Rachel, can we show Kate a picture of Antichinus? Yeah, it, I need to see a picture. It looks kind of like Ratatouille a little bit. It's this Like a rat? You'll see. Yeah, it's this tiny little... It's just so funny because I'm actually really into, like... I watch, like, all the um, Animal Planet. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. It looks like a mouse. Yeah, right. It's, it's Yeah, I think it's officially a marsupial. I could have said a mouse. Well, it's, it's similar to a mouse. Okay. Yeah, but... What's yeah, for the according to my Wikipedia and YouTube research, it's not a mouse, but for, let's just say it's a it mouse. It looks like a mouse. It looks like a mouse, yeah. Um, so here's the thing. When mating season kicks off, they go into a frenzy, and they will typically have 12-hour-long orgies where all the ma males and females are just breeding with each other nonstop uh -huh. all over the place. So they the whole species breeds in the same window at the same time. Okay. So they have these... How long is the window? About... Well, it's uh, several days, okay. where they, but they'll do, or actually, it can go up to several weeks. Wow. But they'll mate for 12 hours at a time. They'll just go and go and go. I've done that. <laughs> yeah. Do you like it by the end? I feel like after, like. The first time. Yeah, then you're like, enough. Ugh. Yeah, like the first time with someone where you have that, like, this lasted seven hours or whatever. You're yeah. like, yeah. And then the second or third time, you're like, all right, enough. Could you imagine that being like in a, you're in a 12-hour, or it's just nonstop, like, revolving no, door orgy? No, terrible. I sounds really bad unless i get to pick the team 
Oh, yeah. If you had your dream team. Yeah. But even then, 12 hours, man. I used to want that. Right. You know? But I used to also wait in lines at clubs. And then now you're like, dude. Now I like wait in line at Costco. Dude, that's, that's us. That's it. Uh, it's so real. It's being an adult, Kate. Yeah, you yeah. used to you used to walk by a club, be like, I'll wait in that line. Now I'm like, the, I'll wait in a line for a five dollar rotisserie chicken. <laughs> that's exactly me. Thirty dollar yeah. gallon. Dude, that's of what boots. I'm talking about. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's dude. It. I'm old now. That's why. No, no, you're just you're you're. I don't care. You matured to adulthood, Kate. Um, the thing about the anti-kindness males, though, is what happens with this non-stop mating is they don't rest at all. It causes massive spikes in their testosterone, and they get an overload of cortisol, and it damages their immune system because they don't take care of themselves from just mating and mating and mating, right? And then it'll end up um, causing their fur to fall off. By the end of the mating season, there's internal bleeding. Gee. They're riddled with gangrene. This and sounds familiar. And so the mates or the males were like running around frantically trying to find like the last females to mate with. And then the females were like. So they buy a Porsche? Yeah, basically, right. <laughs> and then they're just like sickly and old and dying. And uh -huh. then the females were like, mm, no, we're good. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, actually, can you send me the Google link or the Wikipedia <laughs> link on these? Because I think this could help females with dating. Well, what's interesting is that the females, they can store the sperm in their. Um, ovaries, they're ov I think it's called oviducts, is what like a term they use uh, for up to two weeks. And because they can fertilize so many babies at once, they could have four different fathers at the same time when they're birthing their babies. Wow, that's a lot of child support. Yeah, it wouldn't be so. You, who would be on like your Mount Rushmore <laughs> yeah. of baby daddies if you had oh, to pick man. your four I don't top want any dudes? Kids at all. I mean, I would sell them. <laughs> I would have the guys. I guess whoever's signatures were the most they signed the baby. And was, I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. I, honestly, I guess if I was going to have a kid, yeah. I would want to have it with the most talented person. So the kid would just be like stupid talented. Sure. Or would be like complete, like an idiot savant, like the like the next Unabomber. Like one way or another. Wait, hold on, hold on. You want your kid to be the next Unabomber? No, I know. No, I'm just saying like the kid, I would hope it would be really talented. Okay. But anytime somebody, you know, with that level of genius is a great capacity for insane. Sure, yes. Can't guarantee. That's, that's... I prefer the genius, but if, if I... I think if I had a baby with a really talented, let's say, actor or, okay. or composer. Is there someone in mind? No. Okay. You don't have to say anyone's name. I'm just no, there's curious. really not. Sure. Um, yeah. I don't know. A super talented actor super talented. or composer. Yeah, and the baby's who... like really smart and talented and has the dad's smarts and talent and my smarts and talent. Then the baby could be great and talented or... Could end An up being absolute psychopath. The future baby of Kate Quigley. I bet the Unabomber would have made great music if he had tried. Well, he didn't trust electricity. I don't want him out there making music, but you gotta admit, if he got a piano, that guy. <laughs> it's the back he to the piano, it, man. Did you see that? Uh, I think it was on Netflix that series about how they caught the Unabomber. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing about the Unabomber is it's a fine line between. I mean, you're a comedian. Yeah, of you're course. A comedian, Rich. It's a fine line between comedian and sociopath. Oh, we are well aware. Finest yeah. line. Yeah. Well, because it becomes a thing where, like, a tr okay, like a great tragedy happens. Like, not that long ago, there was a, a mass shooting mm -hmm. at a garlic festival in California. Yep. And I think as soon as I saw it, I was like, I'll bet a vampire did it. Like, right <laughs> away. <laughs> And I felt guilty because everybody's upset. But as a comedian, you gotta like, be funny. Yeah. But slowly over time, you just start looking for the funny, and you have to like actually hang on to your compassion. And yeah. I just think 
it's like sociopaths start out without any, but they're good at fooling you that they have it. So right. it makes you wonder how many really talented comedians are sociopaths. Are sociopaths. The line's thin, man. All right. So let's finish off by talking about the spotted hyena. All right. <laughs> okay. Do you know anything about hyenas? Yeah, from the Lion King. That's correct. Yeah. So that and Ice Age. And Ice Age. There you go. Nice. <laughs> gotta gotta mention Ice Age too. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Lion King was the more famous. Yeah, I reference. think most people know hyenas from The Lion King, right? Yeah, that actually was really bad PR for hyenas. It really was. They're not that bad. They're wild dogs, but they are a little mean. They can be. Um, but they're see, the thing is, Lion King made them seem like they were these dumb scavengers. That's actually not accurate at all. They're intelligent scavengers. They're, they're not even scavengers. They're not scavengers. Spot they eat living things. They do. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, a pack of hyenas, they live in clans is what they're called. Mm -hmm. A clan of hyenas can take down a 400-pound zebra and eat it. I don't know. Just being called the clan has a bad look. <sighs> yeah. Like, right. if I'm in a pack of hyenas, I'm like, let's not call us the clan anymore. Let's call us the pack. They're like, the Lion King was bad enough. Now we got to be in cl the clan. Right. They do see. You know what it is, too? They, they sh they're shrill. It's the reason men get mad at women. It's like, even if you're right, but you say it in the wrong pitch... That's so funny, yeah. It's true. Well, they well, the laugh is actually from when they're uh, aggravated. It's not so much. They're not actually <laughs> laughing out of humor, what we think of. It's just discomfort? Like yeah, it's the noise. Like laughing at a funeral? Kind of, yeah. Maybe the funeral for the zebra they just ate. Yeah. I don't know. It's also because they're killing animals that people like. I guess that's true. Yeah, when you kill things that people think are cute, it's hard to have. Yeah, like, like kill an alligator. No one's that upset. Kill a giraffe. Nobody's ever seen a giraffe fuck with anybody. Yeah. A giraffe eats a tree that you can't even get to. So it's and you see them at the zoo and they're all nice. I get what you're saying. Well, so check this out. So this I think you'll find interesting. So even though we don't like the word clans, we're gonna stick with it because that's what they're called. <laughs> all right. Great. So every hyena clan is run by an alpha female. Mm -hmm. So every female outranks every male. So it's a completely female-dominated organization. They all are. No, this is actually unique in the animal kingdom really? for hyenas. Yeah, most mammals don't have this structure. This is actually mm. really unique. So the females... But so you all have it. You just don't know you have it. Oh, you're saying like psychologically? Yeah. I'm just saying if even if you the male thinks he's running it, the woman's just letting him. That is probably true. I think the difference is with hyenas, they're like physically... 25% bigger on average than oh, the males. Shit. Okay, keep going. And they have, no, 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 but please, yeah. And they have three times more testosterone than the males, which is sort of weird, I would think. But Transgender yeah. hyenas. <laughs> well, okay, so speaking yeah. of that, so real quick. So anyway, so like I said, every female hyena outranks every male. So they're in a very strict societal structure, uh -huh. and they typically hold that from the time they're born. They inherit their rank in the clan from their mothers. Okay. And so it's all about like, you know, positioning for power the women's are very it's a matriarch yes exactly but the thing is because the females have three times the testosterone of the males and 25 percent bigger they also have what's called a pseudo penis producer rachel can we show kate what a hyena... oh i know what that looks like i have one you have a pseudo penis <laughs> let's see Oh my God! No, I don't. No, no. Oh my God! Wait, you gotta show. You're gonna show this to the yeah, people. Yeah, it'll be right? on. It'll be on camera. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, that's a dick. That's a dick. Well, it's officially clitoris. It's officially an, an elongated clitoris. Um, there's also a pseudo scrotum that they don't know why what? it evolved. What? Can I see that? Yeah, there's another. Yeah, let's what's a pseudo scrotum look like? Oh, this is great. Let's see. 
Wow. Weird. So what you're saying is the female has male genitalia, human, what we would consider to be human male genitalia, basically. Yes. And a vagina or no? So that pseudo penis, it's basically an empty shaft with a clitoris on the end. It's almost like a labia that's like a tube. And okay. inside is the vagina. So when the females want to mate, they retract the pseudo penis inside of them. And then the males <laughs> have to thrust their penis. It's very complicated because the males, hold on, let me just. What, what, no, I, keep going, okay. please. So the males have to basically like hop up and thrust their actual penis into the retracted pseudo penis. The thing is that a lot of times it can be kind of complicated because it's like a very, you know, delicate balance to like be able to get it in properly. Uh -huh. So the females, they call all the shots. They're bigger, they're stronger, they're more dominant. When a female wants a male to mate with her, to show that she's ready, she'll lower her head, she'll arch her butt back, and then she'll basically <laughs> signal Same like- Same as us. Yes, exactly. She'll signal, hey, I'm not gonna hurt you, just go for it. <laughs> But if the male's bad, then she'll like turn around and start nipping at him. And like, if he's bad at fucking, yeah. Like if he's bad in bed, she just starts biting him. Pretty much. I should yeah. start doing that. That's a great idea. <laughs> like you suck at this. Come here. Now here's the thing about that pseudo penis you saw. They pee through that. They also birth through that thing. So a female hyena has to push a two pound cub through a one inch wide, seven inch long birth canal. I mean. That's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, it's never fair, right? <laughs> it's just like, that's it. It's like, I'm not surprised because somehow the women have to end up having this shit job. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I don't know. This is why I just don't want a kid. But uh, unfortunately, because of that, you know, narrow birth shaft, 60% mm -hmm. of hyena cubs suffocate during the birthing process, which, you know, I mean, what a bummer. How right? many are coming out? At one time. Well, typically they have only two at a time. Oh, oh, that's Sometimes a lot. they have three, even four. But the oh. issue is that the females only have two nipples. So the weaker, less dominant uh, baby hyena cubs typically starve to death. They're, they're hyper-aggressive animals. Oh, all right. So you're saying if they make it out, they're probably yeah. going to die either way. Well, the two strongest will have a nipple to nurse from. But the third, if there's like a third one that's weaker. If there's weaker, a third, it's going to die. Pretty much, yeah. It's going to, uh, yeah, I know. God damn. Hyenas are hyper-aggressive and hyper-focused on the whole, like, dominant. I know. wonder how long hyenas wait to tell someone they're pregnant. <laughs> you know, like how we wait till the second trimester. Cause yeah. There's like a, what is that? It's like a one in three percent chance or something. But they have a 50 percent chance. They probably wait even longer. Well, what's interesting, too, is that when the, I know, right? Yeah. Um. When the hyenas are ready to mate and they actually do the deed, the, when they, you know, after the male orgasms, his penis swells up inside of the female, you know, when she retracts her pseudo penis, mm -hmm. and they're kind of stuck together for like three to four minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's when they're really susceptible to being eaten by lions. So they, <laughs> <laughs> so they typically have to like scout for like a place to hide behind a tree. Okay. Or like under a somewhere kind of secluded because after he comes he's stuck. It takes a minute for his. Could you imagine if a real dude was stuck to you after he came? Because that's what most of them realize they don't want you. <laughs> 
No, because most guys, like, I had a guy one time come, and literally right after, he's like, you know, the thing is, I just don't know if I want a girlfriend. I'm like, you can wait 10 minutes? <laughs> oh, my God, You got to tell dude. me right now, but they know. They know. Even the last guy that was my boyfriend was like, once I had sex with a girl, the minute I came, I thought I really liked her, and I realized I didn't. They know. Yeah, I'll say, as a dude, I'll say, we do know. I mean, I'd like to think, I'm 32. I feel like at this point, I've matured. I know some guys never do. But I'm matured. I'm also married and about to be a father, so I think that I'm means gonna... nothing. Yeah, that's true. for some people. Yes, that's I'm just true. kidding. No, you're right. To no, some, it doesn't. It does. It, it, does. Me, it yeah. does. But yeah, we always kind of know deep down. But that's with all behavior. It's like when you okay. It's like when a guy gets offended. Like I'll have a guy ask me to hang out sometimes when I'm seeing someone. Sure. Right. So then right away I'll go. Okay, well, I'm, should I tell him I have a boyfriend? Because if I tell him I have a boyfriend, does he think it's a date? So I just play the honesty card. I'm like, yeah, sure, if it does friends. Guys did so enough. What else would it be? I wasn't trying to fuck you. Mm, da, da, da. But yeah. then at the same time, it's like guys always think if you are friends with a guy, they are trying to fuck you. Right. If we say the truth is too much, when guys tell me the yeah. truth, I'm so grateful. If a guy's like, I just want to bang you, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Come over at 7. You hear that, you know, guys? Like, if you're honestly, interested in Kate Quigley, just let her know right out the drop. Hey. I'm just saying, if that's really what you want, just tell us. Or when you know you're out, it's okay to tell us. But don't but, hold assume up. we want you. Let me let me ask you this, okay? Let's say, you know, yeah, fair, totally fair. Let's say that scenario, right? Mm -hmm. You're at a bar, you're vibing with a guy, you have a nice conversation, and then 30 minutes in, he's like, hey, by the way, I would love to have sex with you. Can we do that? I well, that's like a little different. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a little too, like... I guess what I mean is, like, one time I was talking to a guy that I thought was cute, that I okay. met out, we exchanged info, yeah. and when we started talking about hanging out, he said, I just want to be up front. I'm just looking to hook up. I'm not looking to date someone. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. So it's like before we <laughs> fucked. Yeah. I don't know. I don't take home... I, You know, if I meet a guy at a bar and I take him home to fuck him, it's kind of assumed this isn't that serious. Sure. When you make a guy wait and they're like, I've dated girls I fucked on the first date. Really, have you? Why are you here now, Ben? You yeah. didn't marry that bitch, so <laughs> it's true. I'm just imagining, like, that scenario, right, where, like, we said, like, the, the hyena, he finishes, but he has to wait three minutes before his penis will, like, deflate enough to pull it out. If so, like, a guy finishes and he's just like, all right, well, um, and he's just like... Imagine literally three minutes of you're just sitting there like. Oh, man, oh, that'd man. be the worst. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because what if you had nothing in common or you didn't know him? Oh, God. Like, what if it was a stranger? Now you got three minutes. You got to talk. That'd be the best TV show of all time. You put a camera in that room. It's you fuck a stranger. Now you're stuck together three minutes. Go. Dude, that'd be a whole new category on Pornhub, right? Oh, it's that'd just be, the footage. Just watching them talk after. Yeah. It's called post-coitus. Yeah, Post-coitus chit-chat. By the way, uh, the females, similar to what we learned earlier with the chickens, the females, they can urinate and flush out the sperm that they do not want impregnating mm. them. But they urinate it out. Yes. Through the same hole, though. Correct. Through yeah. their pseudopenis. I mean, I don't know. We can, too. You can push out the... No, we can't push it out, but you take. it's called a morning after pill when you're a human. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, you can make the of choice. Of course, yes. I don't want it. But yeah, being able to pee it out would be nice. I don't know. I... I uh... Let's save you a trip to, like, the drugstore yeah and like and 50 bucks money. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny because i i have friends though who um who do work in porn and like one guy he's like i always put peroxide on my dick before because i heard that can't get a girl pregnant wait <laughs> like, peroxide like in the urethra like on the tip i don't Ugh. know i'm not saying that's true i'm just saying that there might be other methods i don't know about 
Okay. Um, I never put peroxide up there. Yeah, I feel I wonder like if that would work though. If you had sex and put peroxide in there because it fizzes out. I don't know. I believe in God or some higher power. I don't know exactly what kind, sure. but I believe that some like that. If I was supposed to have it, I would. I don't want. <laughs> this sounds so bad. Like I'm not saying God is good birth control. God is terrible birth control. But I'm just saying, like, I've never had a pregnancy Sounds like, scare. Sounds like the title of, like, your next album. Like. God, it's terrible. <laughs> never mind. And Let's it's just this part out. And it's just, no, this I'm, is great. I, the it's, weed just hit, really? Uh, there's a couple more things about hyenas, and then we're going to jump to the last part of the show. Okay. <laughs> so I will let you know. So, again. How much more can there be about hyenas? There's some interesting stuff. But, you know, we'll see what you think. What I did find interesting, what I thought was cool, I thought you might like, is that, like I said, it's a totally female-dominated operation okay so the girls the females when they're born into the clan they stay oh. with the clan and they rise I still up hate the clan well it's what on. it's called yeah. yeah and the hyena clan they rise through the ranks based on their mother's situation now the males if they want any shot at breeding they have to leave the clan and go find a new clan to take them in so they have to give up the security of protection food all that stuff so if they want to stay safe and live with the clan and don't have to wander off on their own they can, but they'll never get to breed. So most of them leave and go look for a new so clan. So like Amish, kind of. The like, Amish. Like with the Rumspringer? Well, how they go out and they leave for a while and Sure. Come back. Well, the males don't come back. They just go find a new clan. Oh, they don't come back ever? No, because oh. because the it's the it, they're kind of, oh. uh, their biology wires them that way so to lim eliminate incest so that they don't end up sleeping with, like, the Sheesh. hyena that birth them right. or one of their sisters so the so the <laughs> girls stay in the clan they're born into okay the males leave all right they wander off through the you know wilderness of where hyenas live and look for a new clan and when they show up they're it's basically like they get hazed for like years because they're smaller than the females they get picked on they get teased but if they can earn their keep then a female might select them for breeding sheesh it's a very rough go for the wow. female hyenas. I feel kind of bad for these guys. Yeah. I do. That sounds rough. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, why not? I like the underdog, so I'm all right. I would probably pick one of those losers. One of the loser hyenas? <laughs> one of those loser hyenas. Is that, that your thing? You kind of like the sad guys? No, nah, I just, I don't know. I just like damaged people because I can relate. <laughs> okay. You're just picturing, like, that's, that's, maybe that's your spirit animal, the hyena, right? Because it's just some guy. He got kicked out of his clan. He's disheveled. I don't think that is, Alex, no. <laughs> I'm going to go with no on that. I'm going to go with, I can do better than a loser that got kicked out of his I'm clan. I'm going off you, Kate. I just hate the word clan. <laughs> sure. Hyena group. No, I don't know. I don't know. I think that, no, I don't know if hyena is my spirit animal, but uh, they definitely sound pretty cool. I just, I don't, I don't like to beat up on guys. I get it. We, I used to, though. We appreciate that. I used to. But now but you've matured. No, no, I've changed. I'm more of the one of those birds. Oh, okay. The the bird that's checking the house out. Well, the bowerbirds. I've moved You're on. more like a bowerbird, less like a hyena. Yeah, more like a, a bower, an older bowerbird that's yeah, looking she wants... at their dance moves. Right. Not at the bower. At the... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kate, what are your thoughts today on what you learned about meeting in the animal kingdom? Jesus Christ. Well, my thoughts are, um, one, weed takes about 40 minutes to kick in. Um, <laughs> You're more high now than you were at the More start. high now. Yeah, no, my thoughts. I didn't know hyenas had dicks. Yeah, there you go. And you can call it an extended clitoris, but I saw it. They have a dick and balls. Yeah. So um, I get now why it's such a weird, because hyenas always, they seem weird and angry, like yeah. overly angry on sure. all the animal specials. And they're probably all sexually confused. 
Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. All right, guys, before we wrap up this episode, I want to take a second and thank our friends over at Stash Monkey. If you've got a stash you're looking to store safely and responsibly, Stash Monkey's got you covered. Stash Monkey is a combination locking smell proof stash box that you can use to store cannabis, prescriptions, or really just about anything you want to store safely. The owner's a friend of mine, and he invented Stash Monkey because, just like me, he's a dad who enjoys cannabis and wants to store his stash safely and responsibly. I own one myself, and it's a great product. It comes with a built-in rolling tray and a removable silicone organizer you can use for things like vape pens and cartridges. Stash Monkey's a big supporter of all of our podcasts on the Skewed Orbit Network, and if you want to order one, head over to stashmonkeystore.com skewed. Again, that's stashmonkeystore.com slash skewed, spelled S-K-E-W-E-D. You'll save 5% on your order, and it really helps out the show. Uh, Kate, it was such a pleasure having you this here. This really fun. I'm glad, Seriously. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed yourself. Thank you. What's coming up? Where can people see you, check you out, support you? Um, well, I still have, go to my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Kate Quigley. I got my podcast, Date Fails, and uh, um, right. I'm always on the road. Just check out my social media at Kate Q Funny. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Yeah.